Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind. JM Rewind gives us a chance to hear some of the great programming that has been presented recently on JM in the AM. This past Sunday, it was our Yom Yerushalayim special, Jerusalem Day 52, 52 years since the liberation and reunification of the holy city of Jerusalem. Mayor Weingarten was with me in studio, Matis Weingast on the phone, and we had an amazing and incredible Jerusalem Day special. This is what the uh, second hour of our Yom Yushalayim special sounded like this past Sunday for you here at JM Rewind on the Nachum Siegel Network. We are get, heading into hour number two of JM Sunday. Uh, hour number two of JM Sunday here at the Nachum Siegel Network with a reminder, the Celebrate Israel Parade starts at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 5th Avenue in New York City. Make sure to be tuned in at NachumSiegel.com or Facebook.com slash NachumSiegel. And by the way, there are pictures of being posted in a variety of places about uh, showing um, the way Harabait was left today by the Arabs before oh, Jews. I, I haven't seen it yet. Before Jews. Uh, I'll, I'll put it this way. I think this person on Facebook puts it well. Good morning from the Temple Mount. This is how Muslim worshipers left their quote-unquote holy site. Holy indeed. Go ahead, Mayor. So I discovered for the first time ever a song that was written. It's a, it's a, it's a like satirical song, but it's cute. About Rav Gorin by very well-known Israeli um, lyricist Yoram Taharlev. He's written many of the hits over the, over the, and he was so moved by how Rav Gorin sort of like carried the whole, you know, thing on his back. Shikor Yishalayim in the Six Day War and so forth. That he wrote uh, words, and um, and um, Arik Lavi, a singer at the time, who still a singer, but yeah, he, he she who rock Milim is him, right? I think so. Could be. I think it's Arik Lavi. He has a lot of. Yeah. Uh, so he um, decided to take an old, old song that people know, like uh, Zemmer, and put the words to it. So the words are about how Rav Gorin won the war, and basically he's everywhere. He's here, he's there, it's wherever all about he went. Rufgar. And ultimately, ultimately, we didn't continue taking more area because Rivgar just collapsed. <laughs> he couldn't continue anymore. Superman. Yeah, Superman. So so here it is. עם שופר ועם כפותיו, מיהר אל הדקותיו, ולחם גם בסיני, גם ביהודה. עם שופר ועם כפותיו, מיהר אל הדקותיו, ולחם גם בסיני, גם ביהודה. ביום בית נשא תפילות אל המקדש על יד הכותל, ביום ג' כבר נקרא אל השפלה. לא הספיק לגמור בעזה, המכונית שלו כבר זזה לטהר את מערת המכפלה. לא הספיק לגמור בעזה, המכונית שלו כבר זזה לטהר את מערת המכפלה. ומשם מהרה בינו אל משכן רחל אימנו, זיכרונה יגן עלינו עדי עד. לא אמר שלום עליכם, כבר קראו לו לבית לחם, כי רבינו גורן יש פה רק אחד. לא אמר שלום עליכם, כבר קראו לו לבית לחם, כי רבינו גורן יש פה רק אחד. בחצות היה צריך ולהגיע ליריחו, להפיל את חומותיה בשופר. 
It is a JM Sunday as we celebrate Yom Yerushalayim. Matis is scheduled to join us in the next couple of minutes. And um, that's, of course, the song you just alluded to. Harav Rabbeinu Goren. Harav Rabbeinu Goren to the tune of the Rebbe Elimelech. Right. Um, don't forget, JMAM tomorrow morning starts at 6 a.m. Eastern Time. Don't forget our coverage of the Celebrate Israel Parade is today, 11 a.m. Eastern Time at NahumSiegel.com and uh, at Facebook.com slash Network. Make sure to be tuned in and to join us for uh, all the festivities. Again, it starts at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, and we are very much looking forward to bringing you the sights and sounds of Fifth Avenue as we celebrate Israel on this Yom Yerushalayim on Fifth Avenue. Matis Weingast. Chag Sameach, sir. Chag Sameach to you guys. Hi, Matis. Hey, Mayor. Welcome back from your you. uh, from your trip. Thank you very much. I uh, want to thank you, Matis. This is where you're normally heard every single Sunday morning for many, many, many years with great appreciation by us and by the audience. And uh, you've allowed us to uh, to walk into our NSN studios in New York and present the Unusual Lime special. So thank you. It's my great honor. Um, you have uh, you have great memories of the city of Jerusalem, don't you? Yeah, the uh, the few times that I've been there, but it's been with uh, you guys on an occasion, and uh, it's just it's it, memories that last a lifetime. If you're not living there, um, which everybody should, if we can someday, nice. Uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's something that changes you once you're there because the the history, the the people, everything that's there, you just realize it's a part of you. You can go anywhere in the world and visit and take back nice memories, but when you go to Yushalayim, uh, in particular Israel, you take back a part of you because you left a part of you there. It's, well, we're, we're, it's a symbiosis. Matis is outdoing you, Mayor. His, message, his message is completely uh, outdoing I'm, both of us. I'm, I'm, I am so happy to what, be outdone by Matis. When you when you landed this morning here in the New York area, did you feel you left part of yourself back in the holy city of Jerusalem? Always, always. You always feel I that way. I think Matis is right on point. Well, there you go. Not surprising. Not surprising yeah. at all. You know, uh, I, I've been listening to the show, and thank you very much for doing this this morning. Uh, and a couple of things, if, if I have a minute, uh, sure. if I may. Uh, and I've mentioned this before when we talk about history. Uh, we talk about Yom Yerushalayim. And it's 52 years now. Imagine what happened, and, and you know, it, it's mind-boggling. When the second base Amigdash was rebuilt or built, they had Yom Yishalayim for about, what, close to 600 years of a second base Amigdash. We're oh, only at 52. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing, though, that's different now, as you, I think, Nachum, you had mentioned, that both alluded to that, we have the country of Israel, um, and look at everything that has happened in the short period of time that Israel has been the modern state, if you will. I mean, 
we landed on the moon. <laughs> That's right. You know, you, uh, one of the, uh, all the, those things that you always talk about, about how great Israel is, the, the brain trust there, the, the um, technology, uh, it, is, it is mind-boggling. And a lot of times when we're sitting in history, we don't think about that we're in history. A hundred years from now, we're going to look back and, and realize the historical. We look back 2,000 years to the Beis Hamikdash, and we, you know, reminisce, and we uh, are f- sad about the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash after 2,000 years, and we can see history. Here, we're, we're living it right now, and a lot of times we don't see it. But oh, it's here, and 52 years of Yerushalayim is, is amazing. The fact that we don't see it is uh, an understatement, and... Um one of the things we should really point out on this Yom Yerushalayim 52 is the effect that the Six-Day War that Mayor Weingarten is describing had on Jews around the world. The effect that the Six-Day War had on on those who were searching for their roots, on those who questioned their own Judaism, whatever that means for each person individually, uh, for people who wondered whether they had a connection and felt some type of emotional tie to the Holy Land and the Holy City of Jerusalem. And the Six-Day War really propelled a lot of that uh, into motion, really got people to rethink or think for the first time about their own heritage, their own tradition, their own connection to the Holy Land. And I remind you, and I, any regular JMAM listener knows the story, but I just, I can never stop telling it. One of the great highlights of my career was two years ago when I had the pleasure of emceeing a ceremony where Natan Sharansky met not only Rav Goran's son, but met the three soldiers in the, from the iconic photo in front of the Kotel Amaravi from 1967. And I said to myself, there is, and I, as I saw Natan Sharetsky quelling and just couldn't believe that he was standing there, they, they couldn't believe they're standing in front of him. He can't believe they're standing there. I'm saying to myself, I assume that that picture, that that photo that made it to the former Soviet Union at some point in the next few months after the Six Day War. I would imagine it had such a profound effect on him and others. In I Russia. heard him speaking um, Pesach. He came to speak for the, or our Pesach group, yeah. led by Rabbi Luxtein, and he said that until the Six-Day War, the only thing he knew was he was a Jew, that he had to hide that, and that the only thing that he can do is excel at whatever profession or whatever he, he's doing or studying— and that way he'll be saved from all the problems that the Jews have because he'll be a, a, a positive resource for the Soviet Union. And it was the Six-Day War that got his... He was in like an MIT of, of, uh, of Russia. Right. He's, he's a, a mathematician. Right. And, and his, his fellow students and others are saying... Wow, how did you guys do it? That's amazing. And he's saying, who's you guys? Who's you guys? What, is he ta- what are they talking about? And that's how he started. Amazing. Just amazing. Nine minutes after 8 o'clock, final hour of our Yom Yushalayim special here on a special JM Sunday. Again, a reminder, celebrate Israel Parade, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to be on Fifth Avenue. If you're not, you can make sure and uh, tune in. Whether you're on Fifth Avenue or not, you can tune in at NahumSigl.com and, of course, at the facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Matis Weingast, anything else you'd like to add, sir? No, I think you're uh, hitting it out of the park, as it, uh, as it were. And uh, I want to listen. I want to hear more. Thank you, Matis. Thank you so much. <laughs> Take care, Nahum. Bye. Take care, Mayor. Thank Thanks, you. Matis. And happy Yom Yerushalayim. Happy Yom Yerushalayim. Shag Sameach.
Chag Sameach is right. Mayor Weingarten, I turn to you. So uh, I'm going to complete this. Uh, Let's complete the story. Complete the story. So now the the army has been given its orders. We we liberate Yerushalayim, the old city of Jerusalem. And the commander of the Jordanian forces on Har Habayit, the Jordanians see themselves as the protector of the holy site, of the Islamic holy site. You would think that they're going to fight to the end, right? He sees that he's surrounded by the Israeli military all around, except for on that one side, and he, get, he gets scared, and he asks for permission to retreat. If a Jordanian general would have been in charge, he would have said, are you kidding? You, 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 you fight till the last soldier. We're fighting for our holy place. The Egyptian commander who is in charge of the Jordanian army doesn't have this whole, doesn't know about it. He says, okay, you want to retreat? Retreat. And hence, when Motagur looks at Har Habayit, it's empty. And there's no fight. We come in, we walk in, we walk into Har Habayit, and there's no one there. Think about what had happened along the way to bring that about, that the... Israeli defense forces don't even have to fight. You have a few times in Tanakh situations where the army, Sanchev and others, where the army just either all die or all run away, you know, the night before the battle. They all ran away. It, it, it's, it's, and by the way, it's true in the Sinai too. In the Sinai, they also, after the first hit, the Egyptians just ran away. It's a biblical kind of, of, of military victory where the enemy is just going to run away from you, and you're going to walk in. It's interesting that uh, you you talk about the role of an individual in history, so obviously the role of that Egyptian general who's in charge of the Jordanian army is significant. But you mentioned a few minutes ago about um, uh, Matagor being told by Rav Gorin that history will will look at you with derision if uh, if you you give up this opportunity. There were people we should point out, who did give up the opportunity. And uh, I mean, I'm sure you know who I mean. <laughs> and, uh, who gave the opportunity to secure Harabayit and to, and to keep it as a, as a oh, oh, under Jewish, compl- yes. re- real Jewish right. sovereignty. Right. And it's interesting to watch history, how ser- some of those people who were known as heroes are now being right. vilified. Right, and being, and, and being exposed, so. right, right, being exposed with derision uh, for we the can, decisions we, they made. We can name names. Yeah. Moshe Dayan, right? Who, by the way, he started this thing by saying we're not going in. Right. That was his his. He didn't ask anyone. His directive. His directive, and which was thankfully overturned. And then he just goes and gives it all away after a few days against the objections of Rav Gorin and, and others. And when it came to Marat Hamachpelah, he yeah. wanted to do the same thing. And Rav Gorin, who le- learned his lesson from the day before, Harabayit, said. No, no way. and and whatever wor- they were able to work out, they worked out only because he, he couldn't believe what was happening. And and by the way, it was Moshe Dayan who said to Rav Gorin on Tisha B'Av when Rav Gorin was going to have a big tefillah on Har for Tisha B'Av, the first Tisha B'Av after the reunification of Yerushalayim, and and Moshe Dayan said to him, "You have to cancel it." And he said, "I'm not canceling it." He said, "Then I'll fire you." He, he could fire, fire him. him. He right. was a chief chaplain. 
So he figured to himself that Uvgorin, that what, what good could he do if he's fired? So he said to, to Moshe Dayan, I, I will not cancel it. I'm ready to agree to postpone it. And we're still waiting. But that's again Moshe Dayan, who was fiercely against. And, and that's why the next day or two, the bulldozers came and created that huge plaza in front of the hotel. That was all part of this plan to, the, to take the focus all away from Harabayit, create the hotel as this is the Jewish holy place, that's for them, this is for us, and, and to establish a, a crazy status quo where the winner ends up with the, yeah, with, with the second prize. Unbelievable. Rav Hillel writes on our app, so proud of my six children, Sipora, Tamar, Avraham, Meirav, Akiva, and Elisheva, all Yerushalmiim, celebrating yet another Yom Yerushalayim in Israel. Very nice. Baruch Hashem. More coming up. It's uh, it's a, a JM Sunday Yom Yerushalayim special. Uh, who's got the music, me or you? You. Here we go at JM, uh, excuse me, JM Sunday, the Nachum Siegel Network.
shelter from the storm. I am your guiding light. You are a book whose leaves are torn. I am the page you write. You are the branches of a tree. I am a clinging vine. I am your prayer, Jerusalem. Jerusalem is mine. I have come home, Jerusalem, Jerusalem is mine. We are 10 minutes away from the sounds of 1967. Those of you who tune into our Yom Yerushalayim special, especially to hear what it was like uh, 52 years ago today. We're going to be doing that. Mayor Weingarten, of course, will navigate us through, just like the uh, reporter navigated us through uh, <laughs> on his way through the old city to the Kotel. Um, uh, that's going to happen just a few minutes from now. Ten minutes from now, actually, we will uh, go to the Kolot, the sounds of 1967. And I hope all of you will stay tuned in. Uh, spread the word. You may know some people who want to uh, who want to hear it, who uh, try to tune in every single year. Let them know it's going to be happening in the next few minutes. Part of our Yom Yerushalayim special at uh, JM Sunday here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Again, a big thank you to Matis Weingast. He joined us earlier. Uh, we wish him a Chag Sameach today as uh, his role is to um, host, and boy does he do it brilliantly, a Sunday morning show called JM Sunday. He's been doing it for years consistently. That's why I hesitate sometimes to uh, step in because he does such a remarkable job each week. Uh, but he's allowed us to do it this week for uh, in honor of Yom Yerushalayim, so we thank him. Happy Yom Yerushalayim to everybody. Parade coverage at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, NachumSiegel.com, and of course, Facebook.com slash NachumSiegel Network. Before we get to the Kolot, is there anything you'd like to tell yeah, us? Yeah, so listening to the... By the way, there, I'll send you the link of this whole... Um, talk of Rav Yoel Benun, he gives it, it's it, it's a video, but basically it's uh, there's nothing in the video except him sitting on a street with his back to the wall near Rockefeller Museum, taking, he every Yom Yerushalayim, he takes a group of young people on a walk of the battle, where what was here, what was there, and he tells, you, you hear him saying to this guy, go down there, read the names that are on that memorial block and so forth. So I'll, I'll send you the link to that. But, uh, of course, his talk is a mixture of this is what happened in the battle, this is what I heard, this is what I saw, this is who I lost, uh, and so forth. But also, from the Tanakh, he's just, like, you know, quoting, and he mentioned something that I never thought about. It was just so amazing, so brilliant. He said, in history of Yerushalayim, it's either captured and destroyed or not. The only time in history that it is half captured is in 1948. 1948 is the first time in the history of the city of Yerushalayim of 3,000 years that half of the city 
is in Jewish sovereignty and half of the city is in non-Jewish sovereignty. And he, he then points out the psukim in Zechariah, the last parak in Zechariah, uh, which is parak Yudalid. And um, it starts, Hine yom ba'la Hashem, behold the day of the Lord comes, and the plunder taken from you shall be divided in your midst, meaning you will get back what was taken away from you. etc. And then he says, His feet, God's feet, shall stand on the day, on that day, upon the Mount of Olives, which is where Motagur was standing when he gave the command to move forward, and shall split. There will be a split, basically. Yerushalayim will be split in two. And he says, obviously the pshat there is there would be like an earthquake or something, and he says, but I hope we are spared that. And the split that the Navi is talking about is a metaphorical split. And it's the metaphor of the city being split in two, which only happens during this, at, at this moment. And then he says, it says, it shall come to pass on that day, there, there shall not be bright light nor thick darkness. And he, he says, where in history do we have such a thing? It's in our time. After Edison. There's light at night. And I was thinking about it on the plane when I was thinking about these things. Thinking, And if there wasn't a plane, which was in 1904, when, when the Gura already began the process, we couldn't do this whole... Ha, ha, who knew how God would bring all the... Galuyot from everywhere into Eretz Israel, But all the technology that we now have is all in service of this. So we can fly to Israel in 10 hours. And we can have the or in the middle of the choshech of, 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 um, of the night. Of the night. Unbelievable. All the nevuot, all the prophecies are coming true. We are living through them, and we don't always realize it. Oh, yeah. The script was written thousands of years ago, and we're the actors who are now fulfilling it. And your point on the gra is that the, the, um, the beginning category of flight allowed for that to accelerate. Is that what you're saying? That the what I'm saying is basically that we're, you know, my, my general idea is that we are in a process of gula, not, not my idea. Right. We're in a process of gula. It's a long process. It takes time. The Gemara talks about how it's it's like the like sunshine, which the sun comes up very slowly, very slowly, very slowly, and um, and we have to have the patience to walk through it and understand that it's not one second is not zman of Mashiach, and then the next is zman of Mashiach. Right. We have to be ready to accept this twilight that we're in, which is partial gula and partial not gula, and I think that the process began around the time of the Gura, and the Gura sends Talmidim to go to Yerushalayim, and he writes there, unlike all the, the previous uh, Olim to, to, to Yerushalayim, they, who went there to learn, 
and to, you know, to carry on a holy life. He writes to his Talmudim, you go to Yerushalayim and build it, build it physically. So in my mind, the, the process begins. And, and look, throughout the 1800s, Zionism starts to grow. And Herzl is all the way at the end of the 1800s and the first Zionist Congress and so forth. And 1910 is the Balfour Declaration. 17. 17 is the Balfour Declaration. The discovery of flight by the Wright brothers is 1904. So the Balfour Declaration can't, if you think about right. it, it can't happen, it can't happen right. if they're not going to be planes that, that are the people. eagles that are going to take the Jews. Amazing. The sounds of 1967, we refer to them as the Kolod. Uh, Mayor Weingarten will help us revisit 52 years ago today on this Yom Yushalayim next, if you keep it right here at the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Shofar Gadol
Sunday on this Yom Yerushalayim, Emily Yerushalayim Ircha from Dvekas, Rav Shlomo Kalbach Uvoa Ovdim before that as we speak about, or as we spoke earlier with Mayor Weingarten about the 
number of people, the thousands who came to the Holy Land in the late 1800s, early 1900s. And today, the population of the state of Israel in the millions and millions, hard to believe. It's Yom Yushalayim, 52 years later after the liberation of Jerusalem during the Six-Day War. Today is the Celebrate Israel Parade on Fifth Avenue in New York City. Make sure to join us by logging on to NahumSiegel.com and, of course, Facebook.com slash NahumSiegel Network. It all begins at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, presented by the Brooklyn Cyclones. Mayor Weingarten, it is time to relive 1967, 52 years ago, the sounds, the voices of 1967. How do we begin? If there's a part of the miracle that we overlook, it's that fact that Galit Sahal sent a young reporter with a big tape recorder, a reel-to-reel tape recorder, <laughs> to go and be embedded with the troops. His name was is Yossi Ronen, and... Um, Again, he was probably as surprised as anybody else that he ended up being in this moment of Jewish history, this great moment. So now you got to think back 52 years ago what technology there was. He was holding a big reel-to-reel with, and talking into a microphone. He couldn't be broadcasting it live. He couldn't, he couldn't transmit it to anywhere. When it's all over, this is I discovered, we discovered a few years ago, when it's all over, he then goes looking for a telephone where he can call in to Galit Sahal and say, this is, you're not going to believe what just happened. Because nobody knows. Nobody knows yet. Think about that. You're not going to believe what just happened. And so he gives a little introduction before he actually plays the, the, um, the, the, the actual sounds. He gives an introduction. And, and I think the introduction is he's more excited than during the battle itself. Right. Because in the battle, he's afraid. They're still yeah. shooting. There's still this. He's running. He doesn't know what's going to happen. And, and he gets on the phone, and he says, you're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe what just happened. The, the, the Tzachanim came, and we went, and there was shooting, and there was this. And Rav Gorin, in the middle of all of this, he's carrying a Sefer Torah and a shofar, and he's screaming, and he's, and he's screaming at Psukim. And it's as if he's, he's not in this world. He's not in this universe. He's, some, he's like uh, up, up in Shemayim somehow. And they're shooting at him, and people say to him, be careful, move this, that, nothing. He, he, he's like in a different world. And the excitement in his voice when he says that, I think is so amazing. So that will play that first intro. <laughs> they're going ha- there it is go ahead mayor yeah it's just amazing so now now we go back in time to to Yossi Ronen is putting together the the pieces. So Motagur is st- sitting with his uh, with a, a few of his commanders on Harazetim, overlooking Har Habayit. He sees Har Habayit in front of him, and he sees it's empty already. By the way, and he's giving the battle command the the um, to the forces that are about to enter Yerushalayim, and he says, "We are going to be the ones." This dream that our parents and grandparents dreamt for 2,000 years, 
we are going to be the ones who are accomplishing it, and we should appreciate that historic event. The um, the ceremony of the end of the battle will be Al Harachava, the plaza, meaning Har Habayit, Lamala. That's where we're gonna. And so they go through Shar Harayot. It's the first time in Jewish history right. that Yerushalayim is liberated, is captured by an army from that, from the east, not from the north. It can only be done because there are tanks and and cars and so forth. Because if you come with chariots and horses. You got to come from the north where it's flat. You can't climb up from from the east where it's all around. Not only east, east, south, and 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 west. There's there's um, a, a tall. You're coming from a valley and you have to climb up. And the, in the north is the only place pretty much where it's flat and, and an army that's not mechanically uh, blessed with, <laughs> with with motor motorized cars can come. That's why, um, who is it? Is it Yeshayahu? One of the Nevi'im says, Mitzafon ti the, the The evil, the bad, will come from the north because that's where Yerushalayim is always captured. And in this case, it, it's captured from the east. And this is now, they're entering the Lion's Gate. There's a, there's a Jordanian bus that was put in front of the gate to stop, to block them, in a sense, and was lit on fire. So, they're, they're, you hear they're banging, banging to break down the gate, which is also a little crazy if you think about it, because uh, as Yoel Ben-Nun was saying, he says when in any normal military situation, there's a gate that has to be breached. You call in the core, uh, the mechanics core, engineering core, and they blast it open. It was like, like he said, the history, Jewish history, they didn't have time for any of this. Right. Rammed through the door. And, and ran around that burning bus. You hear that banging. <laughs> so they're making their way into the old city of Yerushalayim through the Shar Harayot. While they are doing this, Rav Gorin is 
he's like the Kohen Meshuach Melchama. He's encouraging the troops. He's screaming and yelling and encouraging the troops to, uh, to fight on. Listen as he uh, quotes the different psukim. Right? Your enemies shall run, run from you. Amen. Say amen. Say amen. And now, the words that were uttered. 52 years ago. Rav said, he was asked right after. Right, he's there. Right, on the spot. Right, he's a soldier. And he's asked, so what do you say now, Rav And he said, Tamu al-payim shana. 2,000 years are over. The 2,000 years are over. I mean, like, this, this, this is now the moment where, where it ends, so to speak. What Rav Yorl explained was that he, they wanted to make sure that no one would keep shooting because of all the holy places and so forth. And they, there was no reason at that point to shoot because they had already Harabait Biadenu. And that's why he keeps saying, because he doesn't want anyone just shooting. Stamazoi, so to speak, right? <laughs> and so Rav Gorin walks through the Har Habayit, with the Sefer Torah, with the chauffeur, um, and they're looking for the Kotel. Why aren't, why are they looking for the Kotel? That's what they had in their memory. That's what they had in their minds. As we said, nobody was ready for anything. They knew Jews were thinking of the Kotel for hundreds right. of years. And, th- and they themselves had, had, had yeah. davened at the Kotel. Right. And that's all they knew. And like we said, they weren't ready. And as much as Rav Gorin understood that the moment was great, for whatever reason, he ended up going down to the Koto rather than having this at uh, Harabai, which he went through, obviously. So first is uh, Sheikh Yanu, and then uh, the soldiers, this is at the Koto, singing Hatik.
And lastly, Rav Goren, <clears throat> very emotional moment where he makes a azkara, kamalei rachamim, for the soldiers that fell. Many fell along the way, and uh, their comrades, their their fellow soldiers, are there at the Kotel and experiencing. I, I just want to cry when I think about those who fell literally hours before and never got to see what they were part of. And he makes the um, kelmale for them and the blowing of the shofar. <laughs> שנפלו במערכה הזאת נגד כל אויבי ישראל. אל מלא רחמים שוכן במרומים. המצאנו מנוחה נכונה על כנפי השכינה במעלות קדושים גיבורים וטהורים. המקדש <laughs> הר הבית, הכותל המערבי, וירושלים, עיר האלוהים. בגני דנתי מנוחתם, לכן בעל הרחמים, יזכירן בסתר כנפיו לעולמים, ויצרור בצרור החיים את נשמתם.
Hopefully with this broadcast, uh, like our other broadcasts of uh, Yom Yerushalayim, Jerusalem Day, uh, we will be able to uh, spread and continue to spread an appreciation for the holy city of Jerusalem. Let's not take it for granted, everybody. Let's not take it for granted during these days when access is so easy, during these days where travel to Jerusalem is basically without any burden whatsoever. And we have to remember that up until the current administration, the United States of America, the country that we live in here, didn't recognize Yushalayim, our Yushalayim, as part of Israel. Right. That they, you know, President Obama wanted us to stop building in the occupied territories, and that included for him what, he, what they call East Jerusalem. There is a fight for Yushalayim. It's on. The fight is on. We, we can't sit around and just take it for granted and and go and enjoy and be in the hotels and in the swimming pool. We have to know that we're part of the fight. And we have to hand that city to our kids. And if they're, they're not ready to receive it, and they don't understand the importance of having those keys and passing it to the next generation, then we'll lose it. Because there are other people that are very, very uh, emotionally attached to it from the other side. And they don't want to let go. As Rabbi Riskin reminds us, Jerusalem is not Disneyland. It's our motherland and should be treated that way 
and protected that way and fought for that way. On this Yom Yerushalayim, this 52nd anniversary of the liberation of Jerusalem, we hope that you've enjoyed our Yom Yerushalayim special. Special thanks to Matis Weingast, who was here every single Sunday on JM Sunday here at the Nachum Single Network between 7 and 9 a.m. Special thanks to Mayor Weingarten, who got off a plane literally this morning on his way back from Jerusalem to come to New York and has not even been in his own house yet and has stopped by here. Straight from the airport. Straight from the airport to participate and to uh, and to help us celebrate Jerusalem with our Yom Yerushalayim special. So big thank you to and, Mayor. And I want to thank our, my friend A.B. Abadi who made it happen because if not for him, it would not have worked out. Thank you, A.B. And happy Yom Yerushalayim to you. And let me remind everybody, coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern time, it's the coverage of the Celebrate Israel Parade. We'll be there on Fifth Avenue. Stop by, say hi. Fifth Avenue, New York City, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. It's uh, NahumSiegel.com. That's one place where you could watch it. And certainly, you can go to Facebook, Facebook.com slash NahumSiegel Network. Simple as that. Achinu Israel and Achim Achim, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world and the web at NahumSiegel.com on the NahumSiegel Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And today... We call this JM Sunday, and today we call it a Yom Yerushalayim Jerusalem Day special. Thank you, Mayor. Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach. Let us hope that uh, this special and uh, everything people have heard over the last couple of hours inspire everybody to celebrate Jerusalem and to fight for Jerusalem. Chag Sameach, everybody. 52 years. We'll celebrate more on Fifth Avenue later on. Make sure to join us. Tomorrow is Yom Chevron. No doubt that both Yerushalayim and Chevron will be mentioned during tomorrow morning's JM and the AM, so make sure to be tuned in starting at 6 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Yom Yerushalayim. Till later on today, until tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. That was our uh, replay, our encore presentation of our number two of this past Sunday's Jerusalem Day Yom Yerushalayim special here on JM Rewind. Thanks so much for tuning in. Plenty more coming up. Keep it here all day long at the Nahum Siegel Network.